boys. Welcome back to the Top Rope Commentary Podcast. It's been a while. It's been a little bit. Yeah, it's, it's, been, it's been, been a little bit of a hiatus. It's been like a month almost. <laughs> should, should we tell them why we've been gone or should we just like leave it open-ended and let the let we people should, speculate? We should let it be ambiguous. <laughs> like, I like that. All right. We, should, we are we, back. We jumped through the time warp and we, we came back. <laughs> We're back. We came back technically two days ago with the unboxing, but... We're actually back. It is Sunday. Uh, this is being uploaded. Recording oh, yeah. this on Saturday. But before NXT Halloween Havoc, too. Oh shit! Which, we tonight? Should, yeah, we should actually like do. We should actually give a little, a little, little prediction run. We'll through. do that uh, since we can't do Brady's hate corner. Yeah, this so week. we can't do Brady's. Um, <laughs> Brady's sick. Brady's. That's going to be a new segment on the podcast. This is a new, new style me, of podcast, me. by the way. Dom Mysterio is safe for today. <laughs> yes, that's one hundred percent what I expect Dom his first Mysterio hate corner is to be safe for today. So this is a new format to the podcast where we each bring a topic to the table and we talk about it and and that's it. We're, you know, it'll be two topics per podcast. And just kind of a rundown of typically like wrestling news that's kind of going on through the week. Anything kind of majorly that kind of changes in the wrestling world. We'll also try to hit those notes too on, on the pod and kind of like we mentioned earlier, like Brady's hate corner. We're going to yep. kind of try to bring in a few more things from a few more different perspectives in wrestling and kind of just see yeah. where it goes. And, you know, just kind of try to branch out the content on the pod a little bit. 100%. On the channel as a whole, because every, starting next Saturday, every Saturday yeah. there will be a news series. Yeah, just kind of a news breakdown of, like, the weekly rundown. Yeah, of kind this of week like in pro wrestling. Mm -hmm. um, I didn't get to record it yesterday. That's the only reason it's not up on Saturday. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, we're back from hiatus and we're running through it. I'm trying to pull up the Halloween Havoc card so we can run through that. Oh, I, I no, back of my, it's gonna be it's gonna be a good card. I'm actually excited for. Do it. me a favor, as off camera as you can. I want you to hand me the belt. I don't I, think it's been. You shown have to on like look before. at like. I was like I can't it's okay, see. you guys. Nobody can see it. No worries. So I'll hand it to its rifle champion for now. For now, you guys will see. I think it's going to be Monday or Tuesday. Uh, there will be a championship match in Mortal Kombat. The way it's going to work, at least once a week, potentially twice, uh, depending on just how the recording yeah, sessions yeah. go. Uh, we'll be doing championship matches for oh, this beautiful belt currently in the rightful hands of its owner. Uh, yeah, you, you ruined it. It's a great belt. <laughs> it is a great belt. It's a beautiful belt. Topper commentary got the elbow drop down the middle. Oh. I, I honestly, I can't explain how happy I am about this. But we will have championship matches where the ch challenger gets to choose the game. The one this week, maybe a second one. We haven't fully. Yeah. It depends on how the recording session goes today. We may have two. The but the first one is Mortal Kombat Eleven. Which I yes. still don't know if it downloaded all the characters, so we might just be stuck using like basic characters. That's, that's like, I don't well, get to it use my matter. boy Johnny Cage. I, I Kano. Kano is a current. He is in there. Kano is a vicious being. But let's run through seen. real quick. We're gonna run through the uh, run yeah, through so, the thing. Yeah. So the title will be defended through predictions and via like our gaming kind of challenges. The gaming yes. challenges be more kind of sporadic because pay-per-views kind of get like at stretches where it's kind of just like a lengthy while and we like to kind of like yeah. switch it up and plus you know with like us they, mentioning like a few more people we won't be the only ones competing for the title yes and <laughs> the the gaming challenges will not have punishments but the predictions videos will um what's the next pay-per-view is a crown jewel crown yes i think crown jewel. november 5th yeah. yep so next week we'll do record Ooh. the uh predictions video for that which uh i think this past friday they like just confirmed that Strowman versus omos is going to be set for yes. that too like crown jewel as i i, I understand I as much like as people, saudi stuff yeah. but it's usually it, at it, least it, half decent shows it's half decent but this year weirdly enough it's probably going to be like a really good card and like well, yeah, it's, it's, it's triple h but that's also like the it's like i know people don't want to watch it. A lot of people do like charity streams for it. I know, like yeah. uh, Stephen Larson do one. If I am free, I will do a stream on Twitch reacting to it. But I don't know if I work or not. Uh, that being said, yeah, we'll, let's we'll see about that. Let's run through Halloween Havoc real yes. quick. Um, we'll do it before we get into the topics. We're not going to go super into detail, but we are going to give our predictions. So the first match listed is Apollo Cruz versus Grayson Waller. Grayson Waller. In a spin the wheel, make the deal match. 
So I guess that's just a, a, yeah. a spin the wheel random match stipulation. I kind of, I kind of hate the spin the wheel make the deal make because they ne- like they never really like they don't really make a deal. Like they, they spin the wheel and like it should just be like a roulette. Like yeah, just like, call it the it's like raw roulette. Yeah, if they're gonna make a deal, uh, there should be like some like okay, like we're like <laughs> this is what we're wagering on this spin, whatever match it lands on. These are like the stipulations for yes. it. That, that being said, what do you got? Actually, I have I got Apollo Cruz. Like Apollo Cruz okay. has been like like Grayson Waller and Apollo Cruz have been in kind of this back and forth on NXT. Yeah, and Waller's basically like for a weird He's spell more of, of the upper yeah, hand. Yeah, but for a weird spell, Apollo Cruz had like precognition sight. Like he could see things before they were happening, and the only person that was bringing it up was Grayson Waller. <laughs> So then, like, he, like, injured his eye during a match, you know, won. So, you know, Apollo Crews has been kind of fighting back yeah, off that. For, so. for the record, these predictions are not for the title. I just want to throw that out there. Yeah, this is, because <laughs> Halloween <laughs> Havoc is today as we're recording yes. these. So. Uh, and I'm not caught up yet on NXT. I'm catching up after the recording session. I have one episode. That being said, uh, I'm going to go Grayson Waller. Grayson Waller. I think Grayson Waller, um, he's got more of the future. So I think that that's kind of where they're trying to build to. See, I get that, but I feel like this is going to be one of those ones where Grayson Waller just has to take his lumps. Because he's come out, since he's been in NXT, he's come out on top of a lot of his feet. He has. He, he kicked Johnny Gargano out of NXT, and I still have a problem with that. I mean, but hey, it, it's, it's, it's full circle. Oh, yeah. But then you got Julius Creed versus Damon Kemp in an ambulance match. If Julius loses, Brutus Creed leaves NXT, which I assume would also mean... That Julius leaves. No, I think Julius would. Where the weird part is, I think Julius would stay, but also I think that would mean like Brutus would go up to Maine, which just given their name, the fact that they named them Brutus and Julius, like oh yeah, like Brutus is turning. But also, (laughs) can you imagine like Damon Kemp winning? Julius like losing, so Brutus is just gone. But like he know he just wanders himself like eventually to Raw or SmackDown, and just kind of like. He's basically just trying to like earn, like he's no longer in a tag team, so he just has to like really like fin on his own, and he starts to turn heel, and or he joins Alpha Academy. Oh yeah, imagine like Brutus and Otis, Gable, That's because all I need. Gable would show up to me and be like, you know, Diamond Mine was one thing, but I know something everybody else is ignoring. <laughs> like, and then like yeah, like it would be it would be perfect because then you would have Jude, like Julius eventually come up too. And then try to talk to Brutus, and Brutus is basically just like stiff arm, just kind of like you. You threw away what we had, like you. Yeah. So with that said, I'm going with Damon Kemp because also Damon Damon Kemp is the better Stevenson brother. It's looking like. Oh, he 100 percent is. It's not even close. Naturally, uh, his promos have been going off really well too. That being said, I also think Damon Kemp. So we got Roxanne Perez versus Cora Jade. I love both of these women. They're so fucking good. They, um. They are. I think a little bit more work on the mic for both of them will yeah. like eventually like like get there. Like I feel like You know who they both remind me of is AJ Lee. I they both really I get I, I get that from like an aesthetic. Like like I definitely get that, but I well, I don't think Cora, they're like Cora's like personality too. At least before she was healed. That's why AJ literally has claimed her as one of her wrestling kids, like <laughs> Bailey. Uh, I think she did for Cora Jade as well. Like and, she's uh, like publicly endorsed both of these women. I like because Cora Jade, like she's get, I, I like better now that she's kind of like ditched like the skater thing, and she's getting more like into like her gimmick and like get yes. into her character. So her promos are starting to get a little bit more like doing the promo. <laughs> her promos are starting to get a little bit more sm- like a little bit smoother. Yeah, but. I think oh, she yeah, just needs that, like, that extra, like, kick in, like, the way she talks. Like, I, that extra just, like, sting if she's going to be a heel. I feel like a sting? heel. You said, you said sting? <laughs> that is sting? actually a really, really cool shirt. That's so, from the unboxing. It is from the unboxing. It's not my favorite shirt out of the unboxing. The Mick Foley one is, but I wore that Mick yesterday. Mick Foley is great. So. Shout out Mick Foley. Dude, it's so good. Him, his leather face. I fucking love it. And, uh, and for Roxanne... Like Roxanne in the ring, she's so young. She has so much time to get much better. And I feel like once she's great, I feel like once her promos get there, she's gonna she's gonna hit a trajectory where she starts like winning a lot of gold, kind of like an early Alexa Bliss. Like when Alexa Bliss was just kind of killing it on the mic, but then her in ring was also being able to like back that up. Yeah. So who do you got winning? 
It's a Weapons Wild match. Weapons Wild, I would say it's probably going to be Roxanne. Because I'm thinking then, that too. No, actually, no. I'm gonna, I'm gonna alter. I'm gonna, I'm gonna flip it. Cora, because you think I, Korra? because it's, I'm gonna explain it because it's gonna be another match on the card that I think it's gonna determine the women's championship match. Yeah. Yeah, so my theory is that one of these two women will take the belt off of Mandy Rose. See, okay, I think. Well, I, let's just go ahead and jump. We'll into go it. to the next let's, match. Let's go into the women's title. So it's Mandy Man Rose, Rose versus, versus Alba, Alba Fire. Fire. I think Alba Fire is going to take this title Dude, off of Mandy. I want her to. I love Kaylee Ray. She's one and, of my favorite women's wrestlers. Or Alba Fire, mm-hmm. Kaylee Ray. I, I Fuck think, that. <laughs> I think what it's going to be is it's going to. It's going to be toxic attraction that cost Mandy the okay. title. It's not going to be directly Sonya. It's going to be toxic attraction. Okay. And then Mandy's so we're going to get Mandy and Sonya back? Yeah, we're going to get Mandy and Sonya back, and they're basically going to snap on toxic attraction. They're both going to go to Maine, and that's going to be two more tag teams for the women's tag team. Like champion, like I support it. Damage control. And I think since Alba Fire is going to win that, Cora Jade would be the next step. Cora versus Alba. Mm-hmm. And then... You have like I would say you have them like extend like a nice little feud, or you yeah. have basically Roxanne going, "No, nah, Cora, I'm not done with you yet." And they go to a third match, and you get a buffer in between Cora and Alba, and then eventually like you, Alba goes either you know two main as a singles and does that, and then you and then you can revisit Cora and Roxanne again because now you can have Alba. Being like heel, like being either heel or babyface, and then you can choose Cora or Roxanne to challenge for that. And yeah. I think them taking it off of Alba will be a better signifier that okay, this is like this is gonna be like the women that carry on this generation of like NXTs. Yeah. Like to be fair, Mandy has held it for a long time, so whoever takes that belt off of her, I feel like has to have a short reign. Which I think it'll be Alba Fire because there's not an unless unless once we talk about the men's NXT like heavyweight champ like their main yeah. title only pretty deadly are the only like UK champions that have come over and like held a gold. So I yeah. think having Alba Fire like hold that would also be a good sign for like NXT like Europe going like forward. Oh, I I agree. Especially if she car- if she wins it now, carries it until the end of the year and before NXT Europe, she drops it to Cora or Roxanne and then does either NXT Europe or to Maine. I just realized that those bother me that uh the tag team titles aren't on the line. Tonight. Oh, for yeah. Um but, but yeah, I, I want Alba, I want Alba Fire. So and I, I always love a good ladder match because we listen, got the, the yeah. last NXT North American Championship ladder match that was a multi man like this was five stars. I so let's it's the NXT North American ladder match. It's Carmelo Hayes, Wesley, Oramensa, and Von Wagner and Nathan Frazier. And they, oh yeah, because the him and Axiom just had the uh, the the rounds. best yeah the last match of their best of three and Nathan Frazier. Who was Oro Mensa? He was Oliver. Uh, he was in. He was Cameron Oliver. Or Oliver Jordan and uh, I think he was Oliver Jordan in NXT UK. He's okay. an NXT UK guy that that's. They changed another name. Yeah, okay. but he ex- but but he explained it though. Like he he cut a promo explaining like like I think Aura means gold and I forgot what Mensa means. Like he like he okay. explained like that's they, fine. They explained the name. It's not, to it's not the worst name. Yeah. So. But I think who do you think's winning this? Wesley, because Carmelo yes. Hayes attempted, attempted murder. He attempted murder. But then also, it's the best feud going out of this because 100%. I mean, you can. They're you also get Wesley versus Carmelo Hayes one on one with Wesley getting the getting the win, holding the title after this. But you can also spin it off into Von Wagner and Nathan Frazier. Yeah, and then Oro like, Mensa is just kind of there. I mean, it, it, it's a showcase <laughs> for him. Yeah, like it's pretty much like I think like he's only had like maybe like a couple matches. Who, the, on, like, who made their debut? Was it Ricochet that made his debut in that ladder match? A their debut in the ladder match because like the NXT like North like it was basically like was all easy. new guys. Like, so <laughs> Lars didn't. Lars was in Lars there. Velveteen didn't. 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 Velveteen Dream didn't. Uh, who else was in there? EC three. EC three made his debut in that. Did he? Yeah. And then I think Ricochet did. I can't remember because he. I know. He showed up at the uh, like last NXT before that pay- before that takeover mm-hmm. and did the little flippy shit to like do his cool yeah. pose in the middle of the ring. And that's a, and 
They've also brought back, which I'm excited to see tonight. They brought back in the crowd, like, like basically like superstars in the crowd. Cause uh, what was what was the last what was the last pay per view that just went on? Well, uh, what's Clyde? No, it was extreme extreme rules. Yes, they uh showed Braun, Braun Breaker. There, Braun, yeah. Braun Breaker was in the crowd, but then also Nikita Lyons was like in the crowd as well. And then I think they showed somebody else. I can't. But I wouldn't be surprised if. Like they they show like some some new signings or some people yeah. from NXT UK that are going to be more like widely like shown. So I also think Wesley. Uh, I, think, I just think he's got like they've been building up to him winning that title for a while. I, now. I I don't like Carmelo Hayes. Like he can win it. I just don't think there's not a lot that if he does win it, it's not going to be a lot of mileage out of him winning it. Like yeah. if he wins it, I don't see him having like a reign similar. I to what feel he just like had. they only if they do it, they only do it to have him tie Johnny. And I don't think I love Carmel Hayes. I don't think he should tie Johnny. I don't. It's not that I don't think he should. I don't think he just needs to. Like well, his, that, that's what I mean. Because yeah, he yeah. should go up to the next belt or the main. Yeah, because I, I, I put him at the NXT Championship, which that title match should be a banger. You got Braun Breaker, you got Ilya Dragunov, and you got JD McDumbass. <laughs> Did you see uh, <laughs> JD? Oh wait, you said you're Kevin Owens on this latest episode of NXT. Yes, exactly what I was referencing. <laughs> oh no, JD McDonald. Google my name. <laughs> oh yeah, that's gonna be a banger of a match. Yeah, so hopping right into that we one. We got winning this. I know, like my heart says, Ela Dragunov. I, he never lost the NXT UK title. Your heart says Ela Dragunov. My mind says Austin. Dude, I'd, I'd, I'd <laughs> see that's the but thing. But here's the thing: I, Do you think he cashes in mid-match or does he cash in after the match? He cashes in mid-match because there's already a referee there. There'll, there'll be a referee there after the match. Well, I mean after the match still, but there's like, like while the ref's holding up the winner's hand. Because what? Because basically, what it's gonna be is like. Braun's gonna like hit JD like JD's gonna like either try to hit like a devil inside on like Ilya and basically Braun's like as he's trying to like pull Ilya Braun's gonna like spear the mess out of JD and then just turn around catch like a torpedo from like Ilya blasted by Austin Theory and then he's just like I'm like like basically hit shoving with the yeah or, that's not his finisher anymore is it? it's the A Town down now yeah right? it's basically like the T the spin out TKO yeah. And basically just shoving into the referee, like I'm cashing in, like I, like basically like give it to it. First person ever cashing on the NXT belt makes NXT. I'm all for it. I support it. I like. The I mean, way because he's there. Ha- having him go back to NXT for a minute now would honestly do him good. Yeah. Because the main roster right now, especially with the returns and with the way they're booking, like the US and the IC belt, with like the players that they have in tow, waiting for him to come back, maybe like post WrestleMania would be really good. I agree. I fully agree. With that being said, we're kind of uh, at the 20-minute mark, so let's move into topic one. We'll start with your topic. Well, I had mentioned full circle earlier, and (laughs) basically the red circle. The thing that's been lighting the wrestling world ablaze over the past, what, like, it's only been like a month or two? I would say, yeah, about two, maybe two months with the hidden stuff. It's the Wyatt Six. Like, this, like, Bray Wyatt's return is easily going to go down. This return itself at Extreme Rules is going to go down as one of the best returns in wrestling history. Easily a top top 10 candidate. Just the crowd reaction, especially being in a place like they were in Philadelphia. Yeah. Yeah, because, yeah, they were, especially with the Philadelphia crowd, just the, like, overwhelming, like, just, like, atmosphere. And just to see him, like, stand... Didn't even basically didn't even say a word. Just opened the door, stood through it, said I'm here. Cut everything. Yeah, it was such a good return. Not didn't do too much. Wasn't too extra. Didn't do too much parading. Like and the build up to Bray Wyatt's return, like the QR codes that they're doing, like the little kind of like even it was so unique. Like I can't like, think of anything that's ever been so like subtly hinted at. Because did they have a single? obvious hint on tv leading up to that no but then also there uh like the amount of like attention carrying cross was getting to because like it was referencing some of his stuff in like lucha underground 
and him having to like fiercely come because he was the white rabbit and yeah evolution underground but also like the there was stuff that it referenced the uh, malachi black it referenced finn balor it referenced (coughs) rhea ripley yeah like a lot Uh, of i think it even referenced priest at one point there was even another qr code on this week's like on, on yesterday's smackdown that led to Bray Wyatt's like psychiatric evaluation. Yes, I and saw like, that. And they're like, he hasn't even stepped in a ring. He hasn't even gone. He hasn't even stood face to face with anyone like on the roster yet. He's yeah. like, all this is solely addressing like us as the audience, like us as the fans. Yeah. And it, it's just what we wanted. Like, we know the like the character and the history of Bray Wyatt. Yeah. And it him coming back and so like exciting. basically like stringing it along in like the path of Bray Wyatt. If you had to put it up like on a board, it would be like one of those cork board, like the meme from like it's always sunny in Philadelphia, where it's just like a bunch of <laughs> yeah. strings everywhere, and you're just like oh, he God. referenced it. Like they they had a YouTube channel that only was uploading like classic '80s like rock like music videos. Somehow acquired that channel. Privated like majority of the videos except the Jefferson Airplane's White Rabbit yeah. and then like another QR code video. Like the amount of like I didn't even know these, about that one. That's like awesome. the, like the amount of like internal like like there were like geological like location codes like hidden in some QR codes. I did that, see that. It usually led to whatever the next like Raw or SmackDown was. Actually, I want to look it up and it'd be I want to know if it actually picks up. There's actually a phone number. Right, so, so while you do that, I'm going to run through what – so that what we're talking about with this topic is like what is the Wyatt Six? Is There's two leading theories. While he looks that up, I'm going to not go super in detail on it. But the first theory is that it's a faction led by Bray Wyatt and that each one of those uh, – the puppets, if you will, that showed up during his return <coughs> is a member of the faction. Uh, you know, there are a lot of theories as to who's in that oh, faction. Okay. We'll get into that. The – Next, uh, yeah, just write it anywhere. It's fine. You can use the, use that if you need to. Uh, <laughs> the other theory is that it's six personalities of Bray Wyatt because we've seen him. He's had countless different gimmicks and personalities and all that. So the other, you know, the the second theory is that it is his six personas, and I think that's really interesting. You better put you gotta put that on speaker. Oh no, I haven't even typed it yet. I would... All right. He's gonna put on so this is the so this is a phone number from a QR code. What? Does your thing go louder by chance? No. I don't know what it's saying. It's saying no, not me. Sounds like it says no, not me. I'd never do that. Or no, not me. He knows. Oh, okay. So it's not me. I never lost control. Oh, okay. Interesting. just even the fact that you can call That's that like, cool. like I love it. the amount of investment this character has been getting into who like Bray I, Wyatt I when this. he approaches anybody is going to be such a frightening person to interact with that once he does pick a target it's going to send like ripple which is why I think after Roman loses and he goes on like a conquest to like regain like basically like the belt, I think it should be Wyatt that takes him out like until he comes back like until like take him out for a couple months. Yeah, until like I think it should be like basically like have have Wyatt build this thing up like to mania of of kind of like like fighting like some of like his inner demons. Mm-hmm. Because kind of kind of what what you were talking to while I was looking like that the number of like it could be his six different personalities. So yes. like having another cinematic match where it's Bray fighting his demons, but in the end he it's not like fighting them to like be free. It's fighting yeah. them for control. So now oh, he's good. basically just um, he basically is just a controlled monster, and then he starts to like 
Roman <clears throat> going through, you know, WrestleMania, if Roman, you know, loses, you know, potentially to, you know, loses the belt and basically, you know, have Roman's pride and his ego be the thing why it feeds off of. So basically, like, why it targets Roman. Roman tries to, you know, message, like, you know, oh, I smashed you and stacked you once. Like, you know, I'm, I'm God. Like, I'm invincible. Yeah. And basically, why it picks apart the bloodline. Kind of like the the real, like, he find, he basically does that last final tear and basically rips the bloodline, like, apart. So basically, Roman is now alone and vulnerable. And yeah. he basically just, like, Almost kind of like how we did Cena, like he just like blips him, like a fire, fi- like a funhouse match. Yeah, almost. Dude, that match, and he just like all he, those matches were really good, but that first one, so much better. The Orton one kind of sucked. He, and he just like he he basically t- and through throughout it, he can slowly turn Roman like face, basically putting Wyatt as like a mirror up to Roman. That's saying now, ev- everybody's coming to your rescue. Everybody's coming to save you. Now you have to save them, Roman. Like, basically, like, I have all these people in the palm of my hand. And now, like, you have to... Are you really their tribal chief? Are you really their savior? I like that. And it... it, Coming back to, like, you could have Roman come back to a massive pop, but then also why it does that to Roman, it also makes him look just like... It took... it, it, It took almost two years for somebody to take the belt off of Roman. And in a matter of months, Wyatt has blipped him from WWE. Yeah. Like, so, the the six personalities referenced. Huskis, obviously, Husky, Husky Hus- Harris. Yeah, Husky Harris. His his previous NXT like gimmick before he yeah. switched to Blair. Bray. Yeah, he was on the main roster as that, too. Yeah. He's in Nexus. Uh, Mercy would be NXT, <laughs> Bray. <laughs> a tank with a Ferrari in <laughs> Oh, that should have been a reference in one of the QR codes. Just a, a we, we still have a, time. A we still have time. Ferrari. <laughs> so, uh, we then have Mercy's NXT break. Yeah. Follow me. Abby in the rocking chair. is the Wyatt family. Yeah, because they that that's the person that they Sister are. Abigail. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ramblin' Rabbit, they say, is just... Wyndham Rotunda himself, so it's Bray yeah, without be- the character. What we kind of what we saw in that first promo back because they say like I, the Ramblin part because he like he typically is like very long winded about his like promo like yes. so he he could just typically just like talk to them just like you're just rambling yeah so and then the fiend is obviously the fiend mm-hmm. and then last like but not least dark side of- the sixth member would be the White Rabbit the mask that we have seen a couple of times now talking to Bray. But we also saw him wearing the mask at Extreme Rule. He took the mask off. So we know that that is a version of Bray Wyatt. We know that is something to do with Bray. Also, I think it's important that in that promo that he was cutting, like, after he said, like, you guys, like, saved me, like, you guys, like, Mm -hmm. saved my life, that's when it cut him off. Yeah. And then basically, like, the mask was kind of, like, almost berating just, like, Bray. Yeah. And then basically... I think it's going to be like a, a, a mist of where, like... I think it's like a Green Goblin thing. The mask is like... It makes him evil kind of deal. Like, I think the I think the mask... I think it's kind of like an inverse. The mask is who he really is. Yeah. And he takes it off to be less frightening to people. Yeah. So, it's kind of like how Batman wears the mask. That's who, <laughs> that's who he is. He's not... Bruce Wayne is a fake persona in a way. And that Bray Wyatt that we saw is a fake persona. Yeah, the Bray Wyatt that we saw, like I think, I think like the, this promo was so good because it was. You could definitely tell it was. It was genuine. It was genuine, but but not it, for the character. It was genuine for William yeah, Rotunda. Yeah, it was genuine for him, but then but it was not char- genuine for Bray Wyatt. So, which I, I really liked. Uh, so, the other leading theory is that this is a faction. Low key, I love this. I, I think the six personalities, like you said, cinematic match. Mm-hmm. Even if it's not a cinematic match, and we, he does like a three faces of Foley, but with six, that'd be fucking sick. If he, I want him then, not this year, but next year to show up in the Rumble six times, all six. <laughs> but then <laughs> Mick Foley has to show up as all three. I need it in my veins. One third yesterday. of the one third of the Rumble entrance is, is just, just Mick Foley <laughs> and Bray Wyatt. <laughs> Honestly, it would be I amazing. Love- 
I it would be would. so good. Actually, you know what? They should just have a cinematic match themselves where it's just all different things. Can, Mick, can Mick still take a bump, though? If it's a cinematic match, you can make work because he doesn't have to actually take a bump. Um, uh, I want it to be a cinematic match where, like, Mick Foley basically steps through a mirror and, like, basically all of his selves, like, split. All four. No, five. Add Santa. <laughs> no, we're, we're Santa Mick does not need to be involved yeah. in this. Buffoon. Do it around Christmas time. It's fine. Uh, but that so man has a Santa room. He is Christmas. <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna mention each uh, puppet, and then we're going to each give our take on who we think it is. Okay. So the first one, Huskus, the pig. I think it's Joe Gacy. Okay, and, and I'll like I do think it's Joe, but like for well, I'll try to like like you know not pick the same person just like for yeah. like the plethora of options. Yeah. You so you said Huskus? Yeah. Is Joe Gacy? I think it's Joe Gacy. There's not Honestly, really anyone else it could be that I could think I mean, of. Commander Aziz. Just a big... If you're just going for, like, a big body... I mean, because, like, in the sense, like, I feel like if it is a faction... That'd be very interesting. If well, it is, we, know, I, we know he's white, though. Uh, cause oh, because I thought I thought see, the pick... Oh, you can kind of see through it. Oh, you can kind of see through it. Yeah. Well, if, it, if, it's that, if that's the case, it's Brutus. I like that. I like that. I think Bruce would be good because, uh, like, it, it would play into it well. Especially in the rabbit, though, because that rabbit was fucking huge. No, if it, if it's the rabbit, it's it's always a high flyer. And it, because, like, it, you're gonna Justin have... Gabriel is back as the bunny baby. <laughs> <laughs> no, the wire. I, mm. So, so <laughs> you would say Joe Gacy? I think, I think Joe Gacy. I would say Brutus because especially if Damon Kemp wins. Yeah, and Brutus is gone. Imagine Brutus screws Julius, though. And that, that would, that's I mean, their way of turning him heel before he goes up and joins Wyatt. I mean, that, that, that wouldn't make It'd make perfect sense. His name's fucking Brutus. I mean, but that's, that's why you wait. You wait, till the, you, you, you wait for the payoff. Yo, people said that about DIY, and guess what? That was the best payoff NXT has ever done. Yeah, and they waited for it because they had it at the Cruiserweight Classic. Well, that's what I'm saying. They did, but they they did it in NXT, and that I mean, was yeah, so but like they, they saved it for like it wouldn't have been as good on the main roster. Let's be honest. Well, that's like it was a different atmosphere, different time period. Yeah, it was. It wasn't under Triple H if it was main roster. I feel like the long term booking of Brutus eventually turning on Julius because everybody you know with their names, everybody knows it's coming. I feel like the longer yeah. you wait on it. So next, you got Mercy the Buzzard. I think it's Grayson Waller. Yeah, which is also he wears that like, shirt. He wears the, he wore like he wore the same shirt. He wears like, like <coughs> I think, Grace and it is, is somebody that's like tall and linky, but also with the voice that Mercy has, just from being like the puppet, he'll probably be done real I, well I by, think it, I, by Waller. He he doesn't have like I, I I you know you clearly saw Mercy that it, it was pretty much somebody like kind of like you know like more like white, but yeah. I think. Because I think it's all people from NXT, so I I, I would. I don't think it's all, but I think a lot of it is. I would go Zion Quinn though. He was the one that was with um, Zion Lee, right? For a little bit. No, the, you're thinking of Boa. I am thinking of Boa. Uh, no, Zion Quinn. He's he's like this tall, I, like Australian. Yes, I think kind of like I think I think just with like the way like Mercy talks and just the way his natural voice cadence is yep. already, and plus Mercy's just like this tall kind of like walking like lumber. He was tall. I mean, Waller's kind of tall, isn't he? Well, yeah, Waller's tall. He's a tall, dude. But yeah, I did, I did notice that he was a tall, very tall character. So next we go to Sister Abigail. Who are you thinking? You think it's all NXT, so I'm very curious who you're... Sister Abigail? I would... What's her name from UK? I, oh, I don't think... I think she... Ooh, I hope she didn't get released. So the leading theory is Alexa Bliss, but I don't think... I don't if, want it to be Bliss. If she didn't get released, I'm, I'm not 100% Isla Dawn from NXT UK. That'd be really good. She would be perfect, because that was already, like, her gimmick in UK. Yeah. So her joining Wyatt would make 10 out of 10 cents. So I think um, Bliss would do great, because she fucking bodies Bliss, every Bliss would do good. that she... Like, every character she's had, she does perfect. I don't want Alexa Bliss with Bray Wyatt again. It's been done. I think it should. I think it should be a red herring that it's Alexa. I and want people. And I want Liv. See, I think it should be. A, I don't think it'll be Liv. I think Liv. They're kind of taking her more on just like she's gonna be like 
the Sandman of the women's division. She's gonna be like, okay. just like she, she's gonna body she's, it. She's just gonna be a reckless. I just didn't like, hate her in X, or I didn't hate her championship run. So many people talked so much shit on it. I thought it was I, a decent run. It. I, I don't. I don't think it was decent. I think it was. I think. It was, I think it was underwhelming. Yeah. Because. I, I can agree on that. It was a little underwhelming. It was booked kind of poorly. I think, but she, she I think there's really good matches. I think there should have been more space between her and Ronda. I think her and Ronda shouldn't have fought until. I think she's got the hangman issue in that she puts on like a fucking bangers as champion, but they just didn't really book it very well. Yeah, I think. Um, but but going by like, I think Isla Dawn would like be really good because that was Abby the Witch, right? Yes. Yep. And she you would, say live? She would be. I think live. Yeah, because I, I mean, want live, with, with, with the with the dark turn that they're trying to give her, I think. It, I mean, it would definitely be interesting. But it was, I, it was shaking it somehow. <laughs> and then, so I think the last is the fiend, right? Let's see. Uh, well, there's Ramblin' Rabbit. Oh, Ramblin' Rabbit. So uh, the top suggestion for that is Eric Rowan. I think they're doing that just because of his height. Oh, actually, Eric Rowan for Mercy. Oh, that could be yeah, that could be really good. In in hindsight, Eric, yeah, that so, that would be my pick for for Mercy. Who's a tall high flyer though? If you're if you're thinking high flyer for wait, the, let me let me try to pull up the picture that they had of like the the Wyatt. Oh, the Wyatt sit. I might have so it that way phone. I can see. Well, while you pull that up, I'm going to. So I we joked about Justin Gabriel. I think he'd actually be really good. Um, he's because he did PJ. He was PJ Black. He did some stuff. And oh, you know what? Maybe I'm just throwing something out here. Yeah. Okay. So so it looks like so all of Mercy's the, definitely the tallest. It looks like yeah, Mercy's definitely the tallest. But it seems they're like all as kind far of similar as, heights. Yeah, they're all kind of similar heights. And Liv would if, that wouldn't be a good height for Liv. Yeah, I think that's just somebody like standing in for like to like to yeah. see better on camera. I think it's just. I don't think they're actually going to be under those masks. I think it's just the physical representation of the I characters. Think, yeah, because so I because I think they all would have to be like. I mean, Mercy's the tallest, so Mercy's probably like whoever they're picking for Mercy has is probably like six six and up. So everybody else is probably like between like six two and lower. So I'm just throwing out a random answer here, a random suggestion. <laughs> Because we mentioned the Lucha Underground work. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with Paul London for Ramblin' Rabbit. That would be a, such a deep cut It'd to bring so back. good, though. It'd be such a... You know... Everyone knows... Here's the thing. I think he's still under contract. With who? No, 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 no. I was thinking, I was thinking Evan Bourne. I was thinking Matt Sydal. Yeah, my, yeah no, I think Paul, I think he's still under... Give me Paul London. I was, I was a big... People... You I know, people didn't so like... You know, I found out a lot of people didn't like that tag team he was in with Brian Kendrick. What? It's like, Dude, I don't they know, they were actually, the ladder match with the Hardys and Eminem. Well, they actually had a name, nose. but I think they never, like, people never said it. They actually had, like, a name, but they, they were just called London and Kendrick. Like, I, I always called London and Kendrick. But, yeah, so I'm looking up tag team name, London and Kendrick. Uh, the Hooligans. Like, the, yeah, they, I was like... <laughs> <laughs> they actually had a name, and I think that, I mean obviously you just don't want to call them Hooligans, so they just said London and Kendrick. So, <laughs> wow, that's kind of a mindfuck. Uh, and then we go to the Fiend. Who do you think the Fiend's gonna be? I, I, I mean, all signs point to Bo Dallas. I'm thinking about all, all signs are pointing to Bo Dallas, but if they want to make if if they want to make it interesting like that, I'd say Joe Gacy should be the Fiend. And put Bo as uh, Huskus. I mean, I think Bo's got to be in the group. Bo as Huskins would be good, but it'd also be cool that if Bo, like, if Bo came back and everybody thinks he's going to be in the faction, and they just not, he he's not, but he's the one that like is against them. Yeah, is against Bray. That'd be sick. They'd make but it work really well. I, it would be it would be cool to like for Wyatt to have like his Wyatt six, and for Bo to come back and almost be like. Archangelish, almost like he's basically like he he like not directly Bo leave, but basically like he's not, not his a, own. He's cult. He, yeah he's he's not a good guy either, but he poses himself as he's being the, the he's light. the brother from Far Cry Five, the just say yes brother. Yeah, uh, the, what is that? Well, that's not Joseph. John Seed. 
I think it is. Yeah, the yeah the Baptist one. Yeah, they yeah. cut everything. In, yeah, he's he's him. Dude, that's see that's what I wanted the uh, House of Black to be was just the cult from Far Cry Five. I would that would have been, been cool. awesome. Uh, and then obviously the last one well, we I saw mean, the burnt fiend head. That just I think it was just there. Yeah, that was just that was just uh, there. The last yeah, one, obviously, the White Rabbit is Bray Wyatt. We we know that much already. Um, overall, I think it's it's got so much potential. Like I, th- you want to know what would also be kind of hilarious if like Bray is in the ring with somebody like talking, and he's just like talking, and they're just like mid like they're just mid promo, especially if it's somebody like Seth or like Miz or somebody that just like gets like real fired up and like real intense and just starts like spewing out, and he just like. He just pulls out a pocket watch and he goes, I'm late. He doesn't like it when I'm late. Late. I'm late. And he just like runs. <laughs> like essentially like like the White Rabbit and like Allison. It'd be so like freaky, oh. but then like I like that. It's like who's he that who's yeah. he scared of? Who's Bray Wyatt like, afraid, afraid of? of? And then like, it's Bo Dallas. <laughs> Bo's the leader of the whole thing. That would be Low key, that'd be good. Bo Dallas is really he is genuinely he's a very good promo. He's very good in the ring. He's one of those guys that I'm surprised Vince dropped the ball that hard on because he could have been so good. But also, you want to know what would be really cool, though, too, is Braze also can be built up to being, like, that one person that as soon as he has, like, his first loss, like, against, like, somebody, it's a little bit, like, meaningful and impactful. Mm -hmm. But for basically, Bray needs to usher in a sense of hopelessness to, like, the roster. Like, there needs to be, like, a, a, like... It's sad to say, but there needs to be like a ricochet or like something like that, like is building like like a mini feud with like Bray trying to like stop him, but is going around asking no, but is going around asking for help and like talking to people, like even going to people like Seth and just like just like you know, I know like people that have experience with Latin, just like I know you've had run-ins with him. I just like I just really need people in my corner, like really people to like you know like back me up. And like everybody looks at him like he's crazy, and they're just like, "I'm not going anywhere near him. I make sure I avoid." And like people are so that. frightened of Bray that they're just like, "I don't want to." So that's also it. Also gives you a chance to introduce more NXT people because you create a situation where that person's so desperate that they're just they go like to NXT. Yeah, that they're just like I like I I just like. But here's guys. my question: Who's the conquering hero that finally takes that like? Ends that hopelessness. Ends that hopelessness? Carmelo Hayes. Because <laughs> he don't miss! You're, you're just a huge fan of Hayes, I think. Actually, Xavier Woods. Woods would be really good. Woods would be, like, a, like Woods needs a, a solo opportunity in a, like, in a program to be, like... I, he, I want him versus He Walter. would, but also, he can play the hero so, like, he, like, Woods is easy, like... Well, he did he, it for Kofi Mania, in a way, him and Big... I mean, yeah, like, he, he's easily the most emotional out of, like, the New Day. 100%. <coughs> so, counteroffer, uh, Xavier Woods would be great. I'm thinking a young upstart that currently holds the money in the bank. Austin Theory, haven't been in NXT for, give him, like, a year and a half in NXT. Is he, are you trying to make him the Fred of this Mr. Incorporated <laughs> group? Like, like, First of all, he's obviously the Fred, let's be honest. But he, no big saying, he doesn't do it alone. <laughs> he doesn't do it alone. He doesn't do it the right way. Oh no! He does it the Johnny Gargano no, way. Are you gonna try to have like the way be the no? Yeah, dude. Uh, listen, just think of the visual that they have though. Whenever they like they were doing their entrance, like the big the you know the yeah. bright blue light, like it you know that versus like the darkness of Bray Wyatt would be such a great visual. And you have great wrestlers with Johnny Gargano and Austin Theory. He's great in the ring. Also, speaking that, I am interested to see what is the secret that, that I know. I really, I, 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 I feel like, I feel like it, it, it's something like Miz stole art or something like that from Dexter. Like Miz, like, like he, <laughs> he, com- he commissioned. It, he's like, oh, it's for the exposure. Yeah, he like, yeah, he like, <laughs> he like, basically like stole like some art or something like that. I feel like he stole something from Dexter. I really wonder. What it's gonna be? That's gonna be very interesting. We should move on to this next this next topic. Yeah, we're, at the, we're at the forty five minute mark. Yeah, let's so. go ahead. Let's go ahead and jump in. That's uh. So my topic I'm bringing to the table is who should beat Roman Reigns for the title? Who should take the title off of Roman? And how would you do it? Main event, Jay Uso. I'm sorry, Uso has been doing 
prime real estate work. Like, how would you build? This is the fantasy booking of the week. Fantasy. Okay, so fantasy. How I would book it. So basically, even yesterday, it. That was really good. Chef's kiss. Like Jay is basically slow. Like he's being like exposed as like the hothead, and the best way to do it is for had to have Roman basically say, "Give Sammy your title." And then Jay's like, what? And then he's like, give Sammy your title. And then he's just like... So Sammy and Jimmy are tag team champs. Free birding it. Basically, almost no... Like, so now Sammy's like tag team champ. So Sammy's holding it up, doing like the We The Ones, and Jay is looking lost. Like, he is looking like... Def- like, deflated, defeated. Because even Solo isn't giving him the support that he wants. Like, even Solo is just kind of sitting there, just kind of more just like, I mean... Sammy's been doing like work like this and all under this guise. And Jay basically stands up and he's like, he sits in there, he murmurs, and he just like, I'm in the Royal Rumble. And then like Roman just goes, What? And he goes, I'm in the Royal Rumble. <laughs> and then like, Roman, you're in the. Says who? Since when? Like, Roman basically, like, so, like I didn't say you were in the Royal Rumble, so you're not in the Royal Rumble. And Jay says, I'm in the Royal Rumble, and ain't a damn thing you can do to stop me. Like, and, like, they're basically starting, like, this, like, bad, like, and everybody's kind of, like, oh, shit. J- yeah, like, Jimmy is shocked, like, Jay, like, at, like, so then, basically, now you have, like, the lead-up of, like, Roman, like, the following week just kind of being, like, you know what, Jay? 30 men out there, you have your opportunity. I'm willing to take you back into the fold. And you have Jay just cut an impassioned promo about everything that he's been feeling for the past year. How he tried just, to just one year. Well, I mean, I mean well, the past like two, like basically, <laughs> since, well, I mean, since just he was beaten into submission, yeah, basically, like telling like all the things that he went through and basically just kind of like saying how like everybody in the family has essentially turned like their back yeah. on him for Sammy. And it's basically, like, through all this, he's pointing at Sammy as, like, the reason. But then also he says Roman is allowing it. Roman knows what is going on and is allowing it. So he says, so he's basically pointing at Roman's the fault for Sammy getting as much credit as he does. And basically, like, pushing that narrative. So throughout, like, the feuds, you have him basically going up against Solo. You have him going up, you have him go up against Jimmy first. Because basically, like, Roman's just like, Jimmy talks some sense into him. Jimmy talks some sense into him. This next time I have him in Hell in a Cell, I'm basically going to ba- I'm gonna end his career. Like, yeah. basically threatening to, like, end, like, and Jimmy's kind of caught in, like, a headspace. And then Jay basically breaks it to Jimmy. Like, you were the one that told me, like, I shouldn't be his right-hand man. Like, you basically kind of, like, chewing him out. And it also fuel like, you do all this leading into Mania. So, like, now at a last-ditch effort of Roman to like hold on to the bloodline as Jimmy slowly hat like Jimmy wins the Royal Rumble, I guess. Like Jimmy, yeah. Jimmy, yeah, Jimmy wins the Royal Rumble. And you have basically like Roman, this is his last ditch ever to basically say, I'm taking like it, it's me. He challenges the rock. Okay. He challenge he he he's he's challenging the rock to try to basically be like it's me and you. And basically, the Rock's just, Rock's kind of playing. He's like, you have a whole Royal Rumble, like, winner. Like, like that you're going to go up against. If you beat him, then night two, I'll face you. And basically, now you weigh the tension of, like, Roman now. Are we had, getting Rock versus this Roman. Is Roman? And now Jay really has, like, this big, like, weight on his yeah. shoulder. But and, do you have Jimmy win, and then you don't do Rock vs. Roman? Yeah, you have Jay win, because then you say Rock vs. Roman, you're next year. So, I have, a, I have a similar idea, because you did the, uh, you, you went with the whole, you know, he loses the title of this man. Yeah. So. I think, I think Roman, I think, like, regardless of, like, who does it, I think Roman's losing the title at this mania. I have a counter idea, a counter option, if you will. I would do, you know, move, move to, the, to the Royal Rumble, and we have Seth Rollins versus Roman Reigns in a ladder match for both titles. 
You do the the classic. They both go come down with the title. That's how you split the belts. That way, the Rumble winner does not have to face Roman. So you're splitting the belts. Still, I'm starting by splitting the belts. Because in mine, I'm not. I'm not splitting the belts. <clears throat> so you get, move on to the Rumble. You know, you get Jimmy and uh, or sorry, not Jimmy, Jay and Sammy are in the Rumble at the same time, and they're actually working together because you notice they've been on they've been on screen a lot lately, a lot more than. They've been with any of the other Bloodline members. Yeah. Jay saves Sammy from being eliminated. They keep working together. Eventually, they both get eliminated by somebody. It doesn't matter. who could be fucking Cody Rhodes. He goes on to win. Yeah. He faces Seth Rollins for the title at WrestleMania. You have Seth win at WrestleMania. I don't give a shit about that title. We're not booking that title. That's that's a different fantasy book. I, I was gonna say, but you have Seth, you have Cody win the Rumble, and then you have Seth still go over. Yes, because he's lost three times. You have you have Cody go over down the no, line at a you, Starcade special. Pay-per-view. You have Cody win that at Mania. Well, I mean, first of all, Seth doesn't need to be champ. Seth needs to beat Cody for it. Like Seth, like Cody needs to win it at Mania. Well, if Cody, well, if Cody is the one to win it at Mania. You have Rollins take it off of him in Madison Square Garden. I like that. I like. I, I like that. That's besides, because, that's different fantasy booking. We'll come. Yeah, we'll do that. We'll later circle back to that next pot. <laughs> so that'll be one of our topics. So, you know, Sammy and Jay get eliminated, but they're working together. Jay's warming up to Sammy. He's trusting him. Sammy's happy. That ladder match I mentioned, it was Sammy that accidentally screwed it up. Because, like, the bloodlines get involved like they do in mm-hmm. every Roman Reigns match. Uh, but it was Sammy, like, say Rollins, like, knocked Sammy into Roman so that Roman wasn't able to get up fast enough to grab both belts. Essentially, he cost Roman the WWE title. So this is how, so this, the latter match is happening at Rumble. Yes. Okay. It's the main event of the Rumble. No, not the main event. It's the, it's the main oh, event will be the Rumble. One of, it's, it's depending one of on depending on the championship depending on the heavyweight championship matches I don't mind if the Royal Rumble's good yeah uh, in that case I think that'd be a good main event though uh, and then you can have like Roman keeps his universal title he keeps that historic ring going but he's pissed off at Sammy the bloodline turns on Sammy Jay actually is trying to stop them he doesn't want to turn on the bloodline but he's like he's been loyal like he's warmed up to Sammy all this shit. So, you then do, you build up to Sami Zayn being saved by Kevin Owens. At WrestleMania, you get Sami Zayn versus Kevin Owens, or Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens versus the Usos, but Jay is reluctant to fight Sami. Like, he doesn't hate Sami anymore. And he doesn't feel like Sami should have been turned on, all that. But you have Owens and Zayn go over in a banger of a match, because you know it's going to be amazing. Mm-hmm. You spend the next few months building up, like having Kevin kind of help Sammy get his confidence back. Because he said in that promo, 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 what? Promo. <laughs> he said, you're one of the greatest wrestlers in the world, and you don't even know it. Have him build that confidence back up. We get more Sammy Zayn, NXT Sammy Zayn. I think he's going to cut his hair. When, when he cuts 100%. his hair, I think that's when we're going to get like big change Sammy Zayn. Yes. Big match, Sammy back. Big match, Sammy. At the at Mania, you do the Rock versus Roman Reigns, and I, Roman goes over. He keeps the belt. I don't know why, but I I just thought of another like weird fantasy like booking like situation. I was it's all right. Like, we'll get there. Hold on, we'll get there. You do, you know, you build up, you keep the belt on for a little bit. They lose it to like the Street Profits, right? Or, mm-hmm. Amer- or you know, American Alpha, Alpha Academy. So a good tag team that like can. Yeah, do. a solid tag. Yeah. yeah. Coming to SummerSlam, you have the Intercontinental Champion Solo Sokoa. Sammy wins like a battle royal or something. Gets number one opportunity. Gets number one contendership. You had the built in story. You do Sammy Zayn versus Solo Sokoa, and he beats Solo Sokoa for the Intercontinental Championship. Now he holds on to this for like two months. Solo gets the belt back because Sammy gets screwed by Roman and the Bloodline. Not Jay though. Jay's still not there. You're sort of fracturing the Bloodline slowly. So this is SummerSlam. Like yes. You're saying so. The, yeah. So at Mania, Roman still Roman beats Rock. He holds the title still. 
So Rome, so Roman is still champion going Roman in like year still, three. Yes, because it's it make I feel like it makes him more impactful. Like it's still impactful whoever beats him for the yeah. title, but it makes him more impactful. But he's beaten Solo. He gets screwed by Roman in the rest of the bloodline. So Solo gets the the belt back. Mm-hmm. Uh, you go into the Rumble, and you do Jey Uso versus Roman Reigns for the Universal Championship again because Jay's been like sort of. Fighting against the bloodline here in their assaults on Sammy. Yeah, so this is like this is some long term booking I'm talking. Yeah, so basically this is this, this feels like we're get, getting towards the end and it's like tying up loose ends. Yes, uh, you you put on an incredible match. Jay loses, but he barely loses. Right. Royal Rumble comes. Sammy Zayn enters at number one. Jimmy Uso enters at number two. Solo Sokoa enters at number three. You just keep, like, it, it, he has to fight the bloodline, essentially. But Sammy goes the distance from number one to number 30. And the, like, the last two in there, Sammy Zayn, Jimmy Uso. You mean Jay, Jim, Jay or no, Jimmy? Jimmy. Because okay. Jay just had that title match. Okay. He got his ass beat. Like, he, he's not ready for a Royal Rumble. Like, <laughs> but the last two is number one and two. Sammy and Jimmy. Sammy Zayn wins the Royal Rumble. Says to Roman Reigns, I'm coming for you and I'm taking that championship. You have this long-term emotional story that's been going for, what are they, he's been with the bloodline now, what, like six months at this point in real life? So a year and a half, this long story at WrestleMania, the main event, you could do night one or night two. It does kind of bother me that it's two nights. It feels weird. I've grown accustomed to the two nights. But I like it. I, night, we'll do night two because I feel like that's the real main event of WrestleMania, if that makes sense. Yeah, I, I, I like the, well, speaking on the, the WrestleMania with the two, I, I like it. I mean, I feel like it gives. I don't hate I, it. It's just I'm not used to it yet. Yeah, I feel I like it I'll gives more opportunity for people to get on, on yes. like the WrestleMania like card. But then it also, I feel like since it, they make it a weekend and they stretch it out, it doesn't feel just like such a. All right, and it's the end, and then we got Monday Night, and then it's just like back to see what I liked, like. A quick turnover. What I liked was when they did a takeover on Saturday, and they did WrestleMania on Sunday. I thought that was better, but whatever. Uh, New Japan does it too, and it's it's just weird. Wrestle Kingdom's two. WrestleMania nights. Night One should be NXT. <laughs> like they should do. That. Yeah, just do. It Actually, that would be a cool concept. Like it'd be WrestleMania Takeover. Yeah, exactly. And then the main event of WrestleMania Night 2, Sami Zayn versus Roman Reigns. Give him like 50 minutes. Give him a long main event. I think it's like think it's like a, a Brett versus uh yeah, like Brett versus uh not Austin, uh Michaels. Like oh, Iron Man. Like length. But not an Iron Man match, but just like that length. Sami Zayn pulls it out after like give him like a fucking six and a half star match. Because let's be honest, we know they're both capable of it at this point. It'd be such a feel-good moment. Sami Zayn holding the belt. Betty coming down. All, all the faces are coming out. Walking down the ramp. Kevin Owens turns on him. Fucking apron power bombs him. Oh, just the retelling? Yes. Are you just redoing NXT? Yes! <laughs> but tell me, like, that would that'd be sick. Think of the heat. Like, oh yeah, it'd be massive heat. But then it would also... But like you don't have Kevin Owens take the goddamn belt off of him that quick. That's, that's what everyone's going to do. Or, you know, here, even, even better. You get in WrestleMania on a high note. Sammy holds it till SummerSlam. Beats somebody. It could even be the rematch from Roman. Mm-hmm. And then Kevin turns on him. No. After SummerSlam. Oh, it would be cool. Like, basically, Kevin Owens helps him retain only to turn on him and be like, nobody's taking that from him. me. Yes. I think that'd be awesome. Like, I think that'd be a, a great long-term booking. I wouldn't be against... I wouldn't be against Roman holding the belt so long if he just had one. I don't think that he has both. That really is my my only issue. What was that one that you uh, you were holding in? I, so, it, 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 it wasn't with, like, the same, like, championship either, but I was just like, Cena should come back and to try to, like, do, like, the whole Grand Slam thing. I'll go for the US. He, no, he should go for the Intercontinental. That's I think he should go against, like, Walter. And that would be... I think so- that's a great topic for the next podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Who, like, oh. 
missed title opportunity. Oh, we yeah, we should definitely We're take a look one at booking one fantasy booking scenario every single week at least. Definitely. <laughs> but we're hitting the hour mark. Oh yeah. Thank you guys for watching if you're still here. Yeah, it's I don't been, know. It's been a pleasure. It's been if a you're long still one. here, comment down below. Who do you think should take the title off of Roman? And also who do you or who do you think might also be in the Wyatt Six? What is your kind of take on Bray Wyatt's return? Yep. I'm gonna look into putting this on Spotify. Oh yeah, as for the as audio. As audio our audio um, listeners, love well, you to death. Well, if you're listening to us, don't forget to uh, rate, review. You know, yeah. so. <laughs> know the, if you're watching on YouTube, let us know in the comments what we can do to improve. We should have better uh, audio quality soon, uh, as soon as the state of Florida decides to pay me. This is uh, we will have two Sure SM7B microphones. Oh yeah, yeah, well, we're gonna really be... high quality. Probably a new camera too. <laughs> we're so. gonna improve so you see all this SmackDown blue and HD. <laughs> Thank you guys. Much love. See. You. I don't know why I kept going for that one. <laughs>